Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 43. It is, well, Wednesday night, and I am recording for Tuesday. Again, I'm a day off, and I did not get this recorded during the day. I put it off till after school, and well, here we are. I do hope, dear listener, that later this evening, before I go to bed, I can get episode number 44 recorded for today, so that at least I can stay current, because I do have that in mind. I do want to do that. I don't like this falling out of cycle, but I do appreciate your patience, and I appreciate the fact that you are listening right now, whenever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're in the midst of doing. Thank you for lending me your ears for a few minutes as I share how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday, Wednesday, excuse me, Tuesday, because today's Wednesday, to experience the presence of God. So you might wonder, now that I have this library of almost 400 episodes uh, built up, actually, I think at this point it's more than 400 episodes, how often do I go back and listen to my previously recorded episodes? And the answer is not very often, quite frankly. And I think the reason is, is that there's only so many hours in the day that I can listen to podcasts. And I have quite a few that I like to listen to. And that's really where I devote my listening attention. I have begun to occasionally, not as often again as I might like, to go back and listen to podcasts, episodes that I recorded a year ago. Now, this is kind of interesting, really, to go back and understand and listen to what I was experiencing, how I was experiencing God one year ago in my life. Of course, people do this all the time with journals. You know, you keep a written journal and You can see what you are doing on such and such date. And maybe if you've been keeping the journal for a few years, you can go way back. Or even some people have been keeping journals for decades. And they can go back and see and hear their voice, so to speak, because it's written. There's a written voice, of course. And they can hear and read, really, because it's reading. It's a written journal, after all. They can read what they were feeling and thinking and doing, maybe what was going on in the world at that time, and they can get a sense of who they were and where things were when they wrote the pages in their journal. And and it's a similar type of experience with this podcast. I do think, though, there's a difference because I think that audio recordings are substantially different than the medium of writing or even the medium of recording via video and audio. I think when you have just audio and not the video component that goes with it, there is a difference and a significant difference. Obviously, there's a big difference between audio recording of one's experience, reflecting on one's experience and purely written. I mean, having sounds, hearing inflection, being able to 
pick up tone and feeling and nuance. You can't always get that in writing. I mean, writing is a great and wonderful medium. It's the medium in, in many ways that has made us human, right? Being able to pass knowledge and wisdom and information across time and space because we have written it down. And really, audio recording is relatively recent. I mean, we figured out how to transmit audio. We did that through radio, radio waves. But the piece of even recording it, first on magnetic tape, tape recorders, and now digitally, really doesn't go back much further than, what, 70, 80, 90 years maybe at the very, very tops? That's relatively recent, really. But again, I think hearing an audio recording is different. And I do think that hearing myself express what was going on a year ago right now, a year ago today, which is February 13th. Yesterday, of course, was February 12th. And lest I get my dates mixed up here, I'm recording this for yesterday, so the 12th. Going back and hearing exactly not just what was happening in my life and in the world around me, but hearing in my voice how I felt about it is really quite some experience, some kind of experience. So stay with me for a few brief moments as we go through the break. And afterwards, I'll tell you about what was going on a year ago that definitely had me feeling passionate, feeling feeling. We'll leave it at that for right now. Well, thank you for staying with me through the break. So yesterday, as I was driving, I was listening to my episodes from the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, right around this period of last February. And locally, that was a significant time because on February 10th, was I was reflecting upon um, a very sad moment, a sad experience in my um, town, this, the town in which I have my second job, where the winery is, where my children go to school, because two of the police officers were killed that Saturday afternoon in the line of duty. And it really was the beginning of a a period of quite a bit of mourning, quite a bit of memorializing, quite a bit of community togetherness in this town, this city called Westerville. And as I was recalling on Sunday, um, a year anniversary, it was very insightful and useful, I think, for me to go back and hear my thoughts about where God was present in the midst of this tragedy, this loss, which gripped my community for for days and weeks, really, and still on this memorial, still holds us. Well, the 14th, February 14th last year was a terrible day. And I got to hear my 
my voice and my feelings and my emotions as I talked about that day, which was Ash Wednesday in the church, which was Valentine's Day. First time in my life, I think, that those two holidays, those two calendar events coincided. But that was also the day of the Parkland shooting, which claimed the lives of 17 people. And hearing my voice and the anger and the shock and the sadness and the grief and more than anything else, the frustration that this was another mass shooting and wondering, as the prophets say throughout the Old Testament, how much longer will we tolerate this? And how much longer will our country go without really doing anything about the issue of gun safety and gun violence? And hearing my voice and and feeling, feeling those words in my ears as I listened, remembering what those words felt like a year ago as I spoke them, that was all very much a medium for me to experience God's presence. Because one of the things that is central to our understanding of God, at least within the Judeo-Christian Muslim understanding, is that God has entered into history and that God is in our space and in our time engaged moving, intervening in various ways. And I felt that in the anger, the frustration, that as I railed asking how long and and feeling the sadness, and I heard in the podcast for, I think, the 16th of February, I heard about going to a rally that I went to where I felt moved by the Spirit, it was actually more of a candlelight vigil, where I felt moved by the Spirit to speak for the educators who have been killed in the line of serving in the classroom, in the school buildings, the growing number of educators who have been killed in school shootings. And I spoke for them and actually was interviewed by a couple of TV stations because of my comments. But I heard I heard God in my experiences as I remembered a year ago and I listened to myself from a year ago. And I was reminded of a year in part because I was listening this morning as I was driving to school listening to NPR and there was a story about what has changed in the last year since Parkland. And the story was about how every town for gun safety has really risen as a force to counter the NRA. And how the NRA is, has been weakened in its fundraising and also in, in large part by the Democratic takeover of Congress, of the House, not all of Congress, but the House of Representatives, And I was reminded also that for the first time in eight years, this week, 
there was a hearing, which I'm sure is the beginning of numerous hearings, about gun violence in the United States. And that's taking place in the House of Representatives. So I think within a year, I can hear changes. I can remember, I can feel God in my words a year ago and feel God's presence as I listen to those words, recalling one year ago and what has changed, what has not changed, and how God has worked in my life in that intervening year since then. So, in conclusion, dear listener, what markers do you have in your life that you can go back and recall your story? Your story that took place a year ago, or six months ago, or maybe even longer than a year ago. That you can go back and recall and remember how God was working then in order to give you more of a sense of how God is working now. What are those markers that you have and hopefully hold and cherish? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.